Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Drink it in now. Deep left side carry on. Picks on the block. At the two, at the one to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Drink it in, man. Get up, Stafford throws. It is end zone. Caught! Oh, baby, what a catch! Kenny Galladay, you're a freak! What a catch! Touchdown, Detroit Lions! I love the Lions. Say it with me. I love the Lions. Drink it in. D. Detroit Kool Aid. Detroit Kool Aid drinkers. What's going on, everybody? We are back here on a Friday. It is a couple days till game day. This is game week. Grifka was a little bit crab, a little upset, a little too much salt on Wednesday, but I had to beat him up. You know, I had to beat him up for Taylor Decker. Everybody knows he was going to bitch and moan, complain, and carry on about Taylor Decker because he's not the greatest left tackle of all time. I had to set him straight, people, but we're done with that. We're talking Chicago Bears today. We're going to preview that. We're going to throw out some score predictions at the end, and I'm sure in the middle, Grifka's going to throw in some ridiculous questions where I'm going to have to ask him, is that a real question? And we're going to mix it up, and and I'm going to get frustrated with him because that's what I do on the show, and that's why you guys come and listen twice a week because you want that. You want our jokes, you want the gimmicks, and you want that Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. Grifka, what's going on, buddy? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Grifka. Hey, buddy. Just want to let everybody know that I'm doing okay. You know, I had to go spend a little time in the hospital. Hold on. You're doing okay or you're doing good? Nope. Just okay because I had to go spend a little time in the hospital. You know, I had to get checked out, had some internal bleeding, and had a few cuts and bruises from the butt kicking you gave me on Wednesday. So I just, you know, just wanted to let everybody know I'm, I'm only doing okay right now. Did, know, did they did they bring you back to life? Sunday. Is, is the waffle maker back today? Yeah, waffle maker's back, you know, just uh, <laughs> like you said, you know, maybe my salt intake was a little high that day and my blood pressure. So I tried to keep it down. So I didn't want to come too hard. But, you know, hey, you know, that's just it. So I'm doing okay. 
just okay. But I want to let everybody know. Do you want it? Sunday. Hold on, hold on. Do you do you want to know how I feel about about my buddy, my my cohort on the show, the waffle maker that Griff comes back? You want to know how I feel about that? Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about that? Let's go, Griff. Cause game, we're, we're days away. Let's, let's let's get this thing cranked up. What what do you got for the people? Maybe a weather report. Maybe a maybe an acronym here on a Friday. What do you got? Oh, I mean, of course, man. It's Friday. Everybody knows the weather happens on Friday. Why don't <laughs> you guys know what's going on? I mean, Saturday, Sunday here in Michigan, it's going to be sunny, low seventies. Going to be beautiful. Sunday's going to be a great day to sit down and watch the Lions. You know, you're going to get your <laughs> chicken wings from b-dubs you're gonna get your pizza from your local pizzeria you're gonna go to 7-eleven and get your large slurpee or go into the beer cave and grab your favorite adult beverage so you're gonna be sitting down watching football all day oh gosh i'm so stoked for this once again can't wait to sunday morning tgif thank god it's friday Let's go, Griff. Are you are you gonna grub out on Sunday? Because you've been known to skimp. Sometimes I go over your house. I gotta crack your wallet open. I gotta go buy the food for you because you never come strong when there's a big event. Are you are you gonna bring the noise? Are you actually gonna hit up the dubs? Are you gonna hit up the pizza joint? Are you gonna be ready to roll? Are you gonna be sitting there uh, wandering around and, and and be late for kickoff on a Sunday at one o'clock? No, I think Sunday. I I don't know if I'm I'm gonna get wings or pizza, but I don't know, it might be in a nachos mood on Sunday. Nothing's good. You know, just a big plate of nachos with a bunch of crap on top of it. Yeah, that, that sounds good. You you better bring it because I always do a big old grocery run before football gets rolling, and I did it last week, and Grifka – I got to work hard to close the door of the old freezer right now because it is loaded up, ready to go for Thursday, Sunday, Saturday. Oh, damn, we don't have Saturdays because we're, we're Michigan fans. But we got everything else, and I can't wait to see the Lions take the field. So what are we talking about on a Friday? Because I am fired up to talk about our team, and I'm also real fired up to beat up another team today. And you know who they are. It's the Chicago Bears. The Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. <laughs> I'm ready to beat them up just like I'm Denny Green here on a Friday. Well, what the? Let, let's get in. Let's get into this. Okay. I, first thing I want to I mention to you because you know what bugged me. I was I was watching you know Colin Coward earlier this week and he was talking about Mitch winning the starting <laughs> job in Chicago. And at one point, he just kind of goes into this little tirade. Him and the guy he was he was with wasn't Joy Taylor. She wasn't there. It was this other guy, and he's like, and they're like, yeah, we can understand why why you know they they said Mitch Trubisky why they have him. And he kind of goes in this little diatribe about like you know the first thing he goes into it's just like look who they're starting with, and he goes they're starting with the crappy Lions. And that one, I'm just like I kind of like did like this look on you know I'm like looking at the TV I'm like. Are you are you kidding me? And they just went off to like talk about you know it's just like you know because the line the, the Bears wide receivers you know are are good and they got good running backs you know they got good talents and you know so you know you know Mitchell Trubisky you can put up some good stats and I'm like thinking to myself I'm just like are you kidding me? I mean did you go back and look who Mitchell you know beat in those games? I mean like the Lions didn't have the talent you know injuries and and all of a sudden like it's okay you're going to start a crappy quarterback because of the crappy Lions. Okay, Colin, not coward. I realize you don't watch anything of football besides the teams that are popular that they tell you to pay attention to, but the Lions are not crappy this year. 
okay? And they're going to beat the crap. They're just going to punch the bears in the face and take their candy. So, okay, that's my tie. That, that, that's my tirade. Do you believe Colin Coward and like a lot of those guys are just the talking head? There's like, oh, the lines are going to suck, you know. And that just annoyed me. Doesn't that get under your skin a little bit that some guy who's on national TV, national radio, is just like crappy lines right from the jump? <laughs> Grifka, often here on a Friday, when you ask me these type of questions, I have to do a couple things. First of all, is I usually follow up with my own, uh, you know, anecdote before I get to your question, and 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 that today is simply this. Grifka, you, you mentioned the word Mitch. Uh, I, I'm just curious from you. Like I know you have, uh, you know, you have daughters, but if if you had a son, Grifka, I mean. Would you name him Mitch, or or would that be better suited for you know something else? Maybe just uh, just want to check in with you on that. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting a dog, and I might name it Mitch because <laughs> Mitch is a nice name for a dog. <laughs> just so we reiterate with the people, do you know any dogs named Mitch Grifka? Just curious. No, I've never stumbled across one. Well, we're gonna see one but on Sunday. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If anybody has heard of a dog, Mitch, or somebody named Mitch, that uh, please hit me up on on Twitter at Grifka DKC. I would appreciate it. Grifka, you know what the Lions' defense is going to do to Mitch this Sunday? Oh yeah, please tell me. I want to hear. I want to hear what you think. They're going to dog him all day, every day. <laughs> so, so now that we got that out of the way. Like, I, I got to ask you again, you, you bring out power rankings. You always get all upset that people say stuff about the Detroit Lions. Yet, for some reason, it often sounds similar to what you say about the Detroit Lions. If everything's not going roses and and, and butterflies. So that, that always confuses me. But often when you get all riled up and you do a 10 minute rant when you're trying to ask me a question here on a Friday, I have to ask you this. Is is this a real question, Griffka? Are you upset about this? Like, does this really get your blood boiling? Seriously? Oh, yes. I'm very upset about this. And I'm going to have to go uh, take my blood pressure here when we take our uh, take our break here in a few minutes. Griffka, does this drive you, uh, bu- does this drive you, starts with a B? Oh, yes. Yes, it does. It drives me freaking it, bonkers. It drives me freaking bonkers. <laughs> Uh, okay, now I'll get to your question. So I could care less about Colin Coward. I mean, another piece of crap that just, uh, you know, like you said, pays no attention, couldn't name four players on the Detroit Lions roster. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you uh, think Chicago is good because they're in some big city. That's the only thing that entertains you. You know nothing about football. It, this doesn't matter. I mean, like you said, it's a, just a random talking head that doesn't understand the game as well as doesn't understand that the Lions, I mean, if we're not snake bit by injury, we're better at multiple positions. We're deeper. We're more versatile. And I was trying to go through Chicago's team, which I'm sure we'll get to in a bit. I think I could name two offensive players that put any type of fear in me. And then when I got to the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I think I capped out at about two, maybe three. You know, everybody talks about how great their defense is. I couldn't name three or four players that, that, that have done anything in the game or that would even start on the Detroit Lions. So, I mean, I'm not scared of this football team at all, but what Colin Coward says, I could care less. Yeah, that was one of those things. I usually watch him when I come home for lunch because 
I don't know. I mean, I don't watch a whole lot of Sports Center, and I've already watched Good Morning Football for a little bit in the morning before. And it's usually at that same spot where I start watching in the morning before I go to work, and I've already watched it once. And I've got my Phil K. Adams by that point, so I'm cool with that. And, um, so I, I usually watch him, but Grifka. I don't know. That that really just I guess that just really kind of bugged me. It's just like, yeah, dude, you obviously have no idea what this team's all about this year, so. Grifka, I got mad issues with your girl Kay Adams. I'm not going to go on a 10-minute rant right now, but she she is so far behind Tori Petri these days. It's ridiculous in regards to relatability. She's not even – she gets uh, – I mean, her annoying tendencies of just driving me nuts. I mean, she's real frustrating on GMFB. I, I could list about 20 things that frustrate me about her right now. Where Tori Petri, I mean, zero. Zero annoying tendencies, no frustrating nuances, no head turns for no reason, no horrible football takes, no, you know, junk fantasy rankings. I mean, you got it all wrong, I think, with Kay Adams. I mean, I love some Nate Burleson and, and Kyle Brandt and, and Peter Schrager's kind of annoying too, but they, they save your girl uh, Kay Adams, I'm sorry to tell you. I don't know. I mean, Kay Adams, she's Kay Adams. <laughs> exactly. That's the, that's becoming that. <laughs> that's becoming the problem every time I watch. But no, it's uh, it is what it is. But Tori Petri all day. We already had that argument. I already destroyed you. Whenever that show, you can go back and listen to that archives when Grifka actually tried to take me on Kay Adams versus Tori Petri, and I just did what I did to him in our Taylor Decker, Decker argument on Wednesday. I mean. I mean, gosh, where where where's my Taylor Decker soundbite? Because that's what I do to Grifka often. When we have these arguments. It goes a little something like this: <laughs> knockout. <laughs> so <laughs> a- anyway, what what else we got here? We're gonna talk about Bears. You got some other Lions twenty four seven article you read. What else we got? Let's do this. I want to spend a little bit of time on this game. So why don't we take a pause for the cause here, uh, pay a couple bills, and we'll come back and uh, break down this game. All right, everybody, take a quick break. We'll be right back. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, it is a Friday. We thank you for listening to our sponsors. I think we got Anchor, Spotify, um, you know, uh, always appreciate the sponsors keeping us on the air. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button on iTunes. If you can leave us a five-star review, that helps out a ton. If you can go harass um, at Grifka DKC throughout the week about some of the horrible takes he has here on the show. That's always tremendous as well. And you guys know where to find me at Derek Oakry, D E R E K O K R I E on Twitter. We talk football, we talk fantasy football, we laugh, we share uh, some tremendous things. And and Grifka, I blew up Twitter last week. I put out the old Nate Burleson saying that Matt Stafford was coming for the MVP. That thing got like two, three thousand uh, likes, uh, six hundred retweets. I mean, it set the world on fire. So. I mean, people know where to find me. We had some fun uh, always talking Lions football. And uh, like I say, you can find us on Spotify, Google Play, all those good. uh, I think Google Play is going away. But I saw a thing, Grifsky, that we're going to be on Amazon Music before you know it, which has got 55 million listeners. So you better step your game up, son. (laughs) 
you have that clip? Because I would love to play it right there. I, I do, I do have it somewhere, but I, I don't know. I'll be able to find. It. I'll, I'll mix it in here before the show's over. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's do this. Um, let's just break this down. First game. I mean, I know we're stoked about it. I know when we did our, you know, quick season, you know, preview when the schedule came out, we we're looking at it. I want to get a little more in depth on this and kind of break it down. You know. I guess position group by position group and, you know, just something really quick. And uh, let's do this. I mean, I'm not even going to bring up Stafford versus Mitch because that one's just irritating. <laughs> it's just if, it, if if anybody's thinking that Mitch is a better quarterback, they really need to go back. And I mean, you always, you always, you know, tell me I need to be schooled a little more, but obviously those people really need to be schooled because Stafford's <laughs> so much better. So let's do this. I'm going to start with, um, I believe, which is the, sc- the strongest position for the Bears against the Lions on offense, and that would be the running back position. What are you thinking between the Lions running backs and the Bears running backs? Which uh, which one would you give the edge to? Well, I mean, the Lions have done a ton of talk about how important the run game is. They put some assets there to try to improve it. But I got to see it, you know. We haven't had any preseason games, kind of see where they're at, see where this new offensive line is at. So I'm optimistic, as I often am here on the show, but I'm definitely in a prove-it stage, too, of go out and, and smash some people in the mouth and, and throw the football to Swift in the run-pass game, do some things that are creative. But this is one of the few areas that I kind of jotted down for Chicago as a strength. But, excuse me, um... David Montgomery is sort of like a, a maybe, you know, I started hearing things recently that he may play in this game where everybody thought he'd be out the first two, two plus weeks of the season with his growing injury that he has or whatever. And, uh, if Montgomery Cohen and I guess that's it, kind of those two. And then, uh, some, some backups. I mean, those guys scared me a little bit cause I like David Montgomery's game and Tariq Cohen, I think got a bad rap because he was really good two years ago. You know, I think he had 80-some catches and really came on the scene. And then last year, he really had a horrible year. You know, they didn't get him the football. They didn't use him in space. And he couldn't show off the speed. Tariq Cohen, to me, is one of those guys that you watch him on Sunday. You'll probably see it this week when he gets the ball. And he really gets his gets his going. He, he looks way faster than anybody else on the field. He's got that Tyreek Hill type of stuff where he just looks like he's in warp speed and everybody else is a few steps slower. So... You got to bottle him up, but I mean, between carry on AP all day and, uh, and Swift, I'm thinking Swift, everybody's making a big deal. Like that he was out those practices and he might be dinged up and I'm not sure how much they'll use him. It wouldn't be surprising to me if he's totally fine, ready to go. And they use him just as they had always planned to, you know, I'm not thinking he's going to get some, you know, six, eight carry workload because they're afraid he's hurt. I think he's probably ready to rock and roll. And it's just depending on how they split up those carries and whatnot, but run game. I mean, I'm going to give it to our lions because they seem dedicated. They seem like they're going to try to try to push it, but I'm sure we'll get to the defense. Like I can't name you barely a corner on the uh, Chicago team. They got a bunch of rookies and scrubs, so I'd be slinging it all day too. But yeah, run the football, give it to the Lions. Okay, uh, you mentioned Tariq Cohen. I think Tariq Cohen's will probably be the best running back on the field on Sunday. And um, what? And I, I don't want to say like a wide margin, but yeah, I really like Tariq Cohen's game. Um, 
like you mentioned, I don't think they used him correctly last year, and I think they're going to be looking to do that a little more. Um, one thing they'll look to do is they might run him on those swing patterns out of the backfield that they used to do a lot with Matt Forte, and he would just chew up the Lions. I think they could do that here as well with him. So, me, I'm giving the edge to the Bears running backs on in this part in this part right here. So, oh, that's that's a horrible take, Grifka, because especially if Montgomery's out, you think that. Tariq Cohen is just going to slice us up all by himself. And you called him the best running back on the field. Hey, carry on Adrian Peterson and DeAndre Swift. You can find him at Grifka DKC on Twitter for that take. Cause that, that is very questionable at best. I mean, that that's a slap in the face to all day, Adrian Peterson, or even a carry on. And then you don't even give the young buck any credit. I mean, DeAndre Swift's got more talent, you know, throughout his body or his or his legs than than Cohen's got in his whole small little body. I think he's just he's fast. And he can catch the ball. Congratulations. He's no DeAndre Swift, son. Okay. Crazy. That's fine. <laughs> That take, that take, I'm just asking myself the whole time while you're, while you're saying he's the best on the field. I'm just saying this. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> man, oh man, that's that's something. I mean, wow. Okay. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to the wide receiver position. Rifka, one other Cooper, thing. You can include the tight ends in this as well. <laughs> one other thing before you get going, that take you just had about Tariq Cohen being the, the best player and, and you gave the edge in the run game to the Bears. You know what I got to say about that? Step your game, step your game, step your game up. There it is. There it is. Thank we you. fit it in, everybody. Good, we found it. Just remember where that's at. Okay, uh, let's move on to the wide receivers. Uh, which group do you want to give this the edge to? And you can include the tight ends in this. Grifka, this is this doesn't even need to be a question. I gotta go right back to the sound button. Step your game up. Like the Lions' wide receivers are are. Head and shoulders. What have we got? Allen Robinson and oh, Anthony Miller. Everybody has him as some big sleeper. Like Jimmy Graham. I mean, get out of here with that. This is the Lions wide receiver core is going to just, they're just going to give the Bears fits all day long. I could see us throwing it short, deep, intermediate. Uh, anything we want to do on Sunday in Chicago. Yeah, this one's not even close. I mean, uh, it, was, it was one of those things, like I mentioned, you know, not to bring him up again, Colin Coward was just raving about, like, the wide receiver core, you know, the pass catchers and the talent ability they have out there. I'm just like, and all I can think was like, are you kidding me? The Lions are leaps and bounds better than those guys. <laughs> and yet, Robin, you know, he's, he's good, but I still think that, I mean, head shoulders so much, so much better than what the Bears have. So, yeah, this one's easy. Uh, Lions and a runaway. Um, let's go uh, offensive line. And before we move over to defense, uh, what do you think about the offensive line? Which Where do you give the edge here? Um, I mean, again, I haven't seen the Lions revamped O-line, but last time I checked, the Bears not only lost some people that used to be decent, but they haven't brought in anybody that's that high quality either. So between them not being able to get the ball out like number nine will and them not being able to run the football with little Tariq Cohen, the way that you gave him credit, like he's Walter Payton part two. I mean, the Lions old line, especially healthy and, and ready to roll at the beginning of the season here. I mean, it's going to go to the Lions. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you on that one right there. And uh, just, uh, Seems like the Lions have a little better talent at center. And, uh, God, you know I hate Taylor Decker, but I'm going to say even a little better at left tackle. 
I believe one of their interior linemen, one of their starting guards is sitting, Chicago's interior lineman is sitting the year out uh, due to COVID. I believe he, uh, you know, do that up. So um, even though the lines that do have a few new guys on there, I'm going to, everybody can call me Homer. That's fine. But I will take, I'll take the lines O-line on this. Um, Until they give up one sack and uh, you hate them. Okay. Let's see this. Let's uh, flip to the defense here. And, uh, Let's start here. Uh, the defensive line. Um, I mean, I I love Cleo Mack, but I looked at him recently, and again, he's not very young. He, he didn't have a productive year. He's highly overpaid by the Chicago Bears, and especially all the draft pick assets they gave up to get the guy. So, I mean, I was trying to remember who else they had. Would they bring? Did they bring in Robert Quinn from the? the Cowboys or whatever. Everybody's all loving him again. He's also not a spring chicken. So, I mean, everybody again wants to tout the Chicago Bears defense. Unless Chicago, unless Cleo Mack just wrecks our team, I, I don't see them being that, uh, you know, that, I mean, they're not that, uh, you know. Not that great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, the, the Lions, I just am so curious on, like, what am I going to feel about Danny Shelton in the middle? You know, is he going to be a beast? You know, like, like he's been touted in camp, you know, is, is Sean hand healthy and ready to roll? We forgot about what he's like when he's in the defense, you know, uh, it, it just came out kind of before we got recording, uh, this week that, you know, they flipped over those number changes for Swift and Okuda and all them, but they ended up giving, Julian Okwara, who sounds like he's your new your new boy that you're putting all your chips in on. They, they made him number 99, so he's going to be just rushing third downs and NASCAR package or whatever. He's going to be coming after the quarterback, so, you know, we'll see what he has. But, I mean, I don't think the Lions' D-line is off the charts, but I feel like they're really versatile. I, I'm not going to call them deep because defensive ends, we only got about two or three that are worth a dang. And then you only got a couple guys in the middle. So it's not very deep, but again, I, I after Cleo Mack, I'm just going to give it again to my lions because I feel like they're going to be versatile and, and, and have a scheme that works and get after, you know, Mitch, <laughs> it's going to be a long day. So g- give me the lions again. I got a clean sweep going. Okay. Um, I want to say the Bears, they run that three before. I know you, you mentioned Mac. I know he's uh, I mean, he's kind of that hybrid defensive end outside linebacker. And I think in the three, four, they count him as the outside linebacker. So taking him out of the equation, we can talk about him in the next group. Um, was it Eddie Goldman was their best defensive tackle or best defensive lineman at nose tackle. And he's another player that opted out uh, for COVID this year, leaving, I think their best, one right now is going to be was it was, I think it's uh, Keem Hicks is that defensive tackle, and he's only okay. So uh, still, I mean, I kind of have to agree with you on the on the Lions. I mean, Danny Shelton, you know, hope, I'm hoping he comes in here and produces, even though he's one of those guys. What he it seems like over his career, he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't play a massive amount of snaps, but uh, that could just be for the position that he plays. They take him off the field because he's your strict nose tackle and in passing downs that they'll take them off to do one of those, what those kind of like what the New York giants used to do. And they put like the four pass rushers out there. So that's probably a big reason why his, his snaps are down and still, I mean, expect tomorrow to trade flowers. I mean, 
the Bears lost their best defensive lineman, Goldman, for the year. I'm going with the Bears. I'm going with the Lions on this as well. So, Grifka, real quick before we keep going, I just want to know. So it's been well established on the show that you have two categories where you evaluate players, and you know they're very detailed, they're very exhaustive, and they go something like this: good. And the other category is sucks. Now, you mentioned somebody being okay. I mean, is okay a new category? Is, is that a third category you've added to the, the Lazy Boy Scouting repertoire? Uh, yes, okay is a new one, but it's about a half a step above <laughs> sucks. So that means you've had a, like a couple good weeks. But if you, uh, if you lose those couple good weeks, that means you go back to the sucks category. So, yes, oh, just okay <laughs> will, will be a new category. Griffka, how, how long – I know we got to get back to the show, but how long did it take the Lazy Boy Scouting Analytics Department to come up with okay? Was that a detailed process or was that, was that just something done by one of your chief engineers coming up with okay? I'm just curious. Um, I actually um, – part of a Facebook group with other lazy book scouters and we kind of determined it. Uh, we, we talked about it and we thought good and sucks maybe too general. So we, we thought just okay. They would work. Oh, unbelievable, man. It's just, it's just unbelievable. You know, it's just great stuff you're doing over there with that group. Yes. So, um, <laughs> you know, anything to improve the show. So, um, move on to the next group oh, we're talking about the linebackers here i know you you talked about robert quinn yes he's on the team and he's old for the bears and Cleo mack um but those are going to be the two outside linebackers and uh they have uh trevathan and roquan smith as their inside linebackers so how do you think those linebackers for the bears you know uh, stack up against the uh lions linebackers Grifka, I got to continually remind you on the show to say it with a little respect. It's Roquan Smith <laughs> over there on defense <laughs> for Chicago. I mean, give him a couple Fs. This guy can play. I mean, Roquan Smithy was a guy I would have loved to see on the Lions. He kind of had a, a rough beginning, but he's still a really good football player. But again, I mean, the Lions have put so much capital into their into their linebackers, the, the the Bears have one linebacker and a bunch of, eh, or I don't know, I maybe put him in the okay or the sucks category. So yeah, just give me another another checkbox for the Detroit Lions heading into this football game on Sunday. I mean, Jamie Collins, Tabai, your favorite player in the league, Jared Davis, right behind Taylor Decker. I guess I should put that caveat in. Jared Davis is a straight-up ball player. He's a dog, Grifka, in case you're wondering. And then we got uh, we got Jalen Rees-Maben. You got your other boy, Christian Jones, who I know you think is just very fast, versatile, just a, an absolutely stellar football player. I mean, give me the Lions linebackers. Let's go. Wow. Okay, um, I, I realize what Robert Quinn's a little long in the tooth. Danny Trevathan's a little long in the tooth. <laughs> Hold he on. Said Roquan Smith is a good one. There you go. There you go. Long okay. in the tooth. Who says Khalil, that? <laughs> Khalil Mack's still a beast. So, uh, I mean, for all the great linebackers you named on the lines, I mean, that's they just make me harken back to the days of – I'm not quite for sure how far back I'd have to harken to find – that great a linebacking play so um i'm gonna take the bears linebacking core on this one so uh right there <sighs> give the check for the bears Griffka, and then uh, can i remind you one thing before we keep going what's that drink it in <laughs> this is the detroit kool-aid cast Griffka. i got the lions on a clean sweep against the chicago bears you know why because danny green taught me something long ago and it was simply simply this Damn! 
Right. That's not it. Danny Green taught me this. The bears are what we thought they were. <laughs> what, what, what we thought they were. Bullshit. <laughs> the bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown them. <laughs> but they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Grifka, are you crowning the Chicago Bears now? Giving them all these credits? I mean, I mean, do, do you want to just crown their ass? I mean, what are you doing over there? This is this is Detroit Kool-Aid cast. You, you need to go put something in the oven or what? Corn, cornbread, cornbread. Uh, I'm just good. Just to, trying to be, you know, impartial with this. Um, this isn't the I'm correct like- cast or the uh, the I'm the smartest guy at football cast, Grifka. It's the D. Troy Kool-Aid cast. Serve it up. Drink it in. Uh... Hey, well, let's do this. Right, let's finish this up. We don't care about special teams because I don't know who's the gunner. I don't know who the gunners are for, for the Bears. And, you know, we, we all know uh, who the gunners are for the Lions. So we're not going to care about kickers and punters on this. But uh, let's go you defensive back. You just wasted. Include you... cornerbacks and Hold safety. on. Why can't you hear me today when I'm trying to break in on you? You got some you got some dial-up internet over there? Like, Grifka, you spent like 20 minutes arguing with me about Gunners on the Wednesday show. You acted like they were the second most important players on the team behind Matt Stafford. Now you don't care about Gunners? I mean, you, 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 nah, you're, over here, down this. you're over here driving me bonkers. That drives me freaking bonkers. <laughs> Seriously, what are we doing today? I mean, this is the waffle maker I'm talking about. The guy tries to kill me about oh, my being upset that we kept, you know, eight special team studs. And now he's like, oh, I just skip over the special teams. They don't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah. See what I deal with people like yeah. what else we got, Griff? Because I got a whole list of things I want to key the people up on for the game. So what else we got here? Uh, just last uh, defensive backfield, cornerbacks uh, and safeties. Uh, do you give the edge to the Lions or the Bears? I don't know. I didn't pull up the Bears corners. I know they have Jalen Johnson from Utah or Kyle whatever. The other one. He's decent. Kyler Fuller is is what he is. I mean, he's he's might be in the okay category, but barely. I mean. The Lions, I, I can't wait to see what Okuda does. I'm so sick of people getting all up in arms about, oh, he, he might not be there for the first snap. Really? You think that's going to like make or break his career? And then you got, you know, I, I, I saw an interview with Trufant, and I got all fired up. I was just like, Trufant sounded like one of the best pros. Not a guy that's over the hill. A guy that just said everything right. Loves football. I just I remember saying after the interview, yeah, boy, true. Let's go true. I was all fired up for him after I heard him speak and thought we might have a, a vet ball player here that's a lot better than Rashad Melvin's Rudy Pooh candy ass or uh, some of these other scrub corners that we've had in here that we try to sell the people are going to be good. Um, so I'm excited to see the Lions corners. Grifka, you know, you know what it is on this show. This We're playing the Chicago Bears opening day and your boy Colin Coward. Everybody acts like this is going to be some hard football game where the Chicago Bears are come in and wipe the floor with the Detroit Lions. Give me another category for the Detroit Lions. Like, give me a clean sweep. And, I mean, we're just talking about defense here is pretty much all you got. I mean, I can't wait to see offense and see this guy do his thing. I mean, Grifka, do this. Drink it in, man. I mean, duh. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, duh. Let's go. The, 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 the Lions are superior to the Chicago Bears in every way. I don't even know why we're having this show. Why you got these questions. Well, yep, I uh, have to agree with you on that as well. The best defensive back that the Bears have is Eddie Jackson at safety. And 
let's see, I mean, Eddie Jackson's pretty pretty damn good, but he's not uh, he's not you know going to make them that defensive backfield you know leaps and bounds better than Detroit. You know, uh, Trufant is going to be good, and um, you know, like you said, if uh, Okuda's not out there for the first snap, he'll be fine. He'll be out there playing, and you got to love our safeties with uh, who we have back there with Harmon and Walker. So yeah, the Lions defensive backfield. I agree with you right there. So, um, Rivka, real what, quick, what, uh, what couple things? Go ahead. Do you know what I think about like the, all the categories you named about the Chicago Bears? You know what I think about them before you even ask me. What's that? They are who we thought they were. <laughs> Everything you asked me, they're exactly what I thought they were, right, Denny Green? They are who we thought they were because the Chicago Bears are exactly that. The Bears are what we thought they were. What what, what we thought they were? Bull. <laughs> That boy, Danny Green, go ahead and hit the podium for me so I don't have to do it. And Grifka's got me all fired up. Grifka, you want to hear what I wrote down about this football game? You want me to break it down in a couple bullet points for you? Yeah. That's, um, what, what couple things did you want to touch base on? Grifka, th- these are my bullets for the football game. All the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, pour yourself a glass, a big old tall glass, and, and listen up. Do this. Drink it in, man. These are the Lions keys on Sunday, Grifsky. Unleash DeAndre Swift. Don't act like he's all banged up. Don't ease him in. Give him the football in space and let him do his thing. Make him a, a top weapon like you took him in the upper second round. Grifka, Jamie Collins needs to run this defense. I've been seeing all this good pub about him. He seems like he can move. He can cover. He can move all around. Take control of this defense from day one. You and Trey Flowers out there and show me some things. Grifka. Shelton, the big old boy in the middle, along with Deshaun Hand, they gotta they gotta be stout on run defense. Like we've been we've been hanging our head on run D, but we got lit up in the run and the pass game last year. They gotta establish themselves early. Matt Stafford, sling it and wing it all around the field, put it up deep, th- go play action, throw that football because as we just said, the Chicago Bears are what they thought we thought they were on the defensive backfield. They can be had. Okay, Eddie Jackson got you what one or two Christmas uh, Thanksgivings ago or. Or late in the season, whatever it was. Wow, congratulations. This is 2020. Go ahead and light him up too. And then I've got... Start the game strong. I'm, t- I'm sick of the Lions coming out and just BSing their way through two quarters of football. Come out, put up 14, 21 points in the first half. Let them know that they're in your house. Go ahead and win this football game. Uh, don't play scurred. Have a couple trick plays in your back pocket, Daryl Bevel. That's what helped, helped us get over the hump a couple times last year. So have a couple of those. If you don't have to use them, don't use them. But if you do, pull them out, pull rabbits out the hat. Let's go ahead and not play scared and go get this W. And then simply this, Grifka, get turnovers for once in our life. We haven't been able to turn the football over in two years. Turn the Chicago Bears over because Mitch is not very good at football. He's not very uh, decisive, and he can't throw the damn ball better than you can when we're out at the tailgate. He's out there throwing knuckle pucks. He's out there throwing uh, shot-down pigeons with that with that weak noodle arm he has, sort of like you. Turn him over and don't turn the football over. Don't fumble it. Don't give it away on offense or defense and play a sound football game. And that's all we got to do to get this dubski. So, 
Grifka, we don't we don't need to be going position by position and asking me well, what do we think about the uh, Chicago Bears defense. But like we know they suck. I mean they're in your sucks category. We knew that from day one the last couple of years. Okay, wow, you beat us the last couple of years. Great. We didn't have our starting quarterback and we were had a new coach probably that first year and we were out of whack. This is 2020. We're going there and beat the hell out of the Chicago Bears and, and go one and zero. And and go from there. It's as simple as that. I mean, please don't tell me you got a bunch of rebuttals. Just agree with me and let's let's keep going. No, I, I agreed with your take and no use me like you know reiterating that. <laughs> you don't want to like repeat it word for word and act like it was yours. Okay, good. Because that, that's what we got to do, people. Drink the Detroit Kool Aid. Listen to what I just said. That's all the Lions got to do. Win this football game. Let's freaking go. Drink it in. Step your game. Step your game. Step your game up. Griffith, you got anything else for me? Uh, no, I don't. Was there anything else you want to touch base on uh, before we got out of here and uh, to, went on to enjoy the weekend? Yeah, I do have something else, Griffith. Even though I just fired up the people, even though we could end the show that way, we had talked before. You're going to ask me about my favorite Chicago game. You want to know what my favorite oh, Chicago I, game is, Griffith? I'm sorry. I forgot all about that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what what I is know, your uh, favorite Chicago I know game? you did. People, I got to keep this guy on, on the same page. I mean, if it, this this show would fall apart if it wasn't for me. So, Griffith, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm hosting, I'm producing, I'm, I'm the star of the show, even though you think you are, that you're on the billboards. Grifka, my favorite Chicago game was a certain Monday night football game a few years ago. I can't even remember the year. It doesn't matter. All I know is that me and my buddy Wagner went in the house. Wagner's never been to a Lions game with me. We go to down there. We had one of the greater tailgates of all time. You know me. I had the signs working. I was following around Chicago Bears with my signs. Hilarious stuff at the tailgate. We were grilling up all types of things you shouldn't eat. We got in there. It was probably the most raucous I have ever heard or seen Ford Field. You couldn't hear yourself think. Jake Cutler and the Chicago Bears had about 10 to 12 false starts. People were going crazy. I was sitting next down to, I was sitting next to Nick Fairley's body double. I mean, his doppelganger right next to me. I was firing him up too. I think we did a chest bump at some point during the game. The Lions beat the hell out of the Chicago Bears. Javid Best took one to the heezy for about an 80-yard touchdown, if I remember correctly. And I think the Lions were 5-0 and after that game because I think the chant after we walked out the tunnel went something like this. 5-0, and 5-0, oh, 5-0. and oh, five and oh. oh, man, everybody was hyped. That was tremendous. I mean, anytime we beat the Chicago Bears is incredible. But that Monday night, I think it was the Lions' first Monday night game, too. And gosh knows how long back to when you were actually a fan back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever it was, doesn't matter matter that was a tremendous game the Chicago Bears they were then they are now they're simply this and and they know it that's the thing they know it and Denny Green knew it Grifka the Bears are what we thought they were the Bears are what we thought they were what what, what we thought they were the Bears are who we thought they were that's why we took the damn field Grifka we're taking the field on Sunday we won't have any Lions fans there, but we're all going to be watching. We're going to be there in spirit. I, I'm i just expecting the Lions to come in and be no-nonsense, play a really good football game. There's not going to be any of you coming back next week saying, saying, well, see, this happens all the time. None of that's going to happen. You're going to come back and say, wow, they played really well, and they got a W, and that's what we expected. So 28 for the Detroit Lions, 17 for the Chicago Bears. Griffka, don't bring down the mojo that I got right now. I got the people all fired up. What's your score? And then let's get up out of here. This is one. This game's not even going to be close. 
I mean, this is going to be a runaway. I mean, Mitch, you know, is on a quarterback, and I know he's perfect against Lions, but still, it don't matter anymore. 31-13, Lions in a walk. Oh, I like it, uh, Grifka. You, you, you ended the show strong. You poured it out for the people. Drink it in, man. Now they just want to know one thing. We both got dub skis. I fired them up. I've given them the explanations. You walked through the positions. We 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 argued with each other on Wednesday. I mean, we've been drinking that Detroit Kool-Aid all week long. The question is, do you have anything else for the people? Uh, nope. Grifka doesn't have anything else. He never has anything. But I got something else for you people. Go to the store. Get yourself a bunch of food you shouldn't have. Unfortunately, you can't have a bunch of people over your house. But have the game on. Be ready to get rowdy. Yeah, we can't be at the stadium. Yeah, 2020 has been the worst year ever. But we're going to have a great time on Sunday when the Detroit Lions hit the field. Beat the heck out of the Chicago Bears. We're 1-0. and and uh, it's going to be great. Football will be back. Everybody will be excited. So can't wait for it. We're going to be serving up that Detroit Kool-Aid all year long. We are going to be having fun here on the show, trying to make you guys laugh, talk football, and uh, be optimistic, be excited, and be uh, just try to give you guys a good podcast. Two times a week, you can also listen to Believe, B-L-E-A-V, and Lions with Benny Blades. He can't wait to see the Lions at the field. He is excited, and so am I, and so is Grifka, at least till something goes wrong. Can't wait to do it, everybody. We'll be back next week, Wednesday and Friday, talking all about the Bears game and everything else Detroit Lions. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in, man.